Do you consider yourself a high achiever? Smart, driven, highly successful? I am so excited to have you. My name is Julia Arndt and I'm the host of the Stress Podcast. I will help you develop your stress resilience the same way you've developed your workplace superpowers. Learn peak performance tools to thrive at work and in your personal life. Let's get started. Are you interested in personal development? Are you looking for a few good book ideas that might help you in the pursuit of finding inner happiness? Well, then I'm really glad that you're watching this video today because in today's video, I want to share three books with you that really helped me to kickstart my own personal development journey and the books that I'm still listening to today if I need an extra dose of inspiration or motivation or a beautiful reminder to keep on going. So let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to my YouTube channel. My name is Julia Arndt, and I'm a peak performance coach and stress management trainer. And I'm actually really, really excited to record this video today because I've been meaning to record a video about the books that have really, really deeply inspired and changed me. And today is the day where I'm going to present to you three different books that I'm constantly listening to because they are beautiful reminders on how to live my life, but also that really always inspire me and motivate me to keep on going when things are kind of getting hard, which I think we can all relate to. The first book that I want to share with you today that is really, really dear and close to my heart is The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. He's German, by the way. I don't know if you knew that, but um, I'm German as well. So that's kind of a funny um, coincidence, but he is really, really awesome. And um, I actually listened to this book first. I love to listen to books, especially because, you know, when I'm laying, for example, in bed at night and I can't sleep and I have a lot of thoughts on my mind, it really helps me sometimes to listen to my favorite books. So this book in particular, I listened to first and then I bought it because I really, really wanted to have it in my bookshelf as well. And I realized that the other two books that I want to share with you today are also not part of my bookshelf, but they are part of my Audible playlist. And I will share them with you today. I hope you're not too disappointed that I cannot show you the book cover, but I'm going to make sure to blend in just um, some cover shots of the book so you know what they look like as well, in case you're going to the bookstore and you want to buy these books or maybe you want to even listen to them as well. But okay, so let's talk about the power of now. And obviously, as you can already tell by the title of this book, it is all about living in the present moment. So Eckhart Tolle really talks about the power of being in the now, something that we very, very often forget to be in, right? So he talks about the conscious and the subconscious and the unconscious mind. He talks about clock time. He talks about the ego. He talks about a lot of different concepts that I really believe are really important to know about to understand yourself better. Because here's the thing, only if you really understand yourself, do I believe, can you sustain your performance? Because let's be honest, only if we are really, really understanding of ourselves, can we understand other people. And if we want to be successful in our lives, we always have to interact with different people. And there's a really good video on my YouTube channel on 
how to master emotional intelligence because emotional intelligence makes about 56% of your performance in any type of job. Super, super powerful. So The Power of Now is a book that really helped me to do a lot of introspective and to understand myself, analyze myself, understand myself in different situations, understand myself in relationships, no matter if it is with a friend, with a family member or with a partner. It helped me to understand where my thoughts are going on a day-to-day basis and Also a really beautiful reminder to be in the present moment and how we can do that. So I really love this book because it's kind of um, a question and answer kind of type of book. So there's two different speakers actually in the audio version of this book that are reading the questions and then Eckhart Tolle is answering these questions. And it is the same thing obviously in the book as well. And it is really, really nicely written. I think it is pretty easy to understand. Um, I honestly, I can always listen to it and find another kind of beautiful thing that reminds me or that inspires me. So I think you can never get enough of certain books and you can just keep on reading them because every time you find yourself in a different situation in your life, you can relate to the book and its content in a different kind of way. The most powerful thing that I took away from this book, from The Power of Now, is that oftentimes we are creating problems in our minds, right? We are clinging to an event or a situation that happened in the past and we are transporting it back into the present moment because we have it on our minds. And Eckhart Tolle says in one of the excerpts here in the book that right now in this moment, we do not have a problem. Right now, everything is okay, right? What is the problem right now? I'm sitting on my chair. I can look outside the window and see the beautiful trees and the blue skies. There's no problem right now in this moment. We so often create problems in our minds. And this is the other video that I really highly encourage you to watch today as well, which is the three biggest misconceptions about forgiveness. Forgiveness is a super powerful personal development tool and something that we can practice if we find ourselves being stuck in certain past events. So I really hope that I made this book interesting for you and I hope that you will pick it up. Like I said to you before, I listen to The Power of Now all the time and every time when I'm finding myself in a different life situation, I just am so empowered by the wisdom that he shares and I really hope that you are going to enjoy it as well. The second book that I want to share with you today is Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. You might have heard about Elizabeth Gilbert because she wrote Eat, Pray, Love, which is a super, super famous book and obviously also became a movie with Julia Roberts. And Elizabeth Gilbert also wrote a lot of other books, which is one of them, Big Magic. And the subtitle of the book is Creative Living Beyond Fear. And it's such a beautiful book as well. I really, really love it. It's a really small book. I think it has only 150 pages or so. But she writes so, so powerfully. I love how Elizabeth Gilbert writes. And she, you know, she doesn't take herself too seriously. She makes jokes. You know, you laugh at the things that she's saying in the book because it's just so inspiring. And I listened to this book, especially when I started my own business or when I was about to start my own business. And I was a little bit afraid of starting my own business. 
And I think Big Magic is a really, really beautiful reminder that no matter what you set out to do, if you do it with absolute love and passion, you will succeed at it. It's almost kind of like the introduction to a growth mindset and the introduction to really how to pursue something that you really love to do and how you can make this your full-time gig. Even though she she has some really interesting things in the book that I'm not going to share with you, you know, that hint at how you can also find the balance between your passions and making money, for example. But she really writes so, so beautifully and you can so, so connect with what she's talking about. And I do want to read a little excerpt of the book to you right now to give you a little taste of how the book is written. So here it goes. Let me list for you some of the many ways in which you might be afraid to live a more creative life. You're afraid you have no talent. You're afraid you'll be rejected or criticized or ridiculed or misunderstood or, worst of all, ignored. You're afraid there's no market for your creativity and therefore no point in pursuing it. You're afraid somebody else already did it better. You're afraid everybody else already did it better. You're afraid somebody will steal your ideas so it's safer to keep them hidden forever in the dark. You're afraid you won't be taken seriously. You're afraid your work isn't politically, emotionally or artistically important enough to change anyone's life. You're afraid your dreams are embarrassing. You're afraid that someday you'll look back on your creative endeavors as having been a giant waste of time, effort and money. You're afraid you don't have the right kind of discipline. You're afraid you don't have the right kind of workspace or financial freedom or empty hours in which to focus on invention or exploration. You're afraid you don't have the right kind of training or degree. You're afraid you are too fat. I don't know what this has to do with creativity exactly, but experience has taught me that most of us are afraid we are too fat, so let's just put that on the anxiety list for good measure. You're afraid of being exposed as a hack or a fool or a dilettante or a narcissist. You're afraid of upsetting your family with what you may reveal. You're afraid of what your peers and co-workers will say if you express your personal truth out loud. You're afraid of unleashing your innermost demons and you really don't want to encounter your innermost demons. You're afraid your best work is behind you. You're afraid you never had any best work to begin with. You're afraid you neglected your creativity for so long that now you can never get it back. You're afraid because something went well in your life once, so obviously nothing can ever go well again. You're afraid because nothing has ever gone well in your life, so why bother trying? You're afraid of being a one-hit wonder. You're afraid of being a no-hit wonder. And I think this is a really beautiful kind of way to show you how Elizabeth Gilbert is writing because she has these really intricate lists where you totally find yourself in. And it always makes me smile, as you can tell here in the video as well. But I believe that Big Magic has also a really beautiful other side, which is it is not just applicable to building a life that you love, to building maybe a business that you love. I think big magic is so much more. Big magic is really about how you live your life and how you see yourself. And for example, Elizabeth Gilbert in this book also talks about fear and how fear is always with her and how she's coping with fear. Really just do me a favor, 
go out today and buy this book because it's absolutely incredible and I really really hope that you will not enjoy reading it because I've already given it to many of my friends and they all really really loved it. So Big Magic, my number two big book that has really helped me in the personal development realm and that also helped me really to go on my own personal development journey but also on my journey to build my own business. And the last book that I want to share with you today that is also so, so close to my heart and that I refer to all the time, which is The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And The Four Agreements, again, a really, really small book, again, just 150 pages or so. I think it's only two hours on audio. And it's just such a wonderful book. And I listen to it again all the time. And it is really, really simple about four agreements that you should be following in order to live an empowered life. The four agreements are be impeccable with your word, never take anything personally, don't make assumptions and always try your best. And Don Miguel Ruiz, he explains of course a little bit more about how did we create these agreements? Where do they come from? And they do come from, of course, our past. They come from how we grew up. They come from our parents' past and their parents' past and so on. And he basically talks about how we can break those old thoughts or those old rules that we sometimes stick to in our life and how we can follow these really, really simple agreements in order to feel happier and more empowered in our lives. And one of the most beautiful agreements, I mean, they're all really beautiful, don't get me wrong, but the one that I oftentimes connect with most is the agreement of always try your best. Because again, as a peak performer, we oftentimes think that we always need to be at our best. We don't really think in terms of um, always try your best in terms of like, depending on how I feel this day, I'm doing my best kind of thing. We always try to push our limits. We always try to do more, to have more things on our calendar, to work even later than the night before in order to kind of feel valued and in order to feel like we accomplished something. And I think that always try your best is a really beautiful reminder that no matter how you feel on a given day. It is just this one day. And the only thing that you can do is to try your best, to always try to give your best, no matter if that given day, the best that you can do is maybe to cancel all meetings and to go back to bed and to take care of yourself. That could be your best as well. And I think, you know, this is so, so simple, but it's such a beautiful reminder that when we are trying our best, that's all we can do. And it doesn't always have to mean a, a buttload of work. Okay, so The Four Agreements, really such a beautiful book as well. Again, something that I listen to all the time as a constant reminder or like a reflection point about something that might be going on in my life and that I might be struggling with. Because oftentimes when we struggle with things, we either take it too personally or we make too many assumptions of things that haven't actually really happened. And it is also a really beautiful reminder that we need to communicate in our relationships with people, you know, no matter what kind of degree, no matter if it's friends, family members, partners, but we have to communicate in order to remove 
these assumptions. And of course, with that, we need to show ourselves a little bit more vulnerable because oftentimes we have to share what's going on in our minds for other people to understand. So The Four Agreements, a super, super beautiful book. I really, really hope again that you will at least find one of them in your cart in the next few hours and that you're going to start reading them because they have absolutely changed my life and I really hope they will do the same for you as well. If you have any other personal development books that you find really inspiring and that you listen to or read all the time because you find different nuggets from these books super, super inspiring and powerful over and over and over again, then leave me a comment down below and share with me and our community what book you really enjoy reading. And maybe some people can relate, maybe you will help some other people um, get that book into their cart as well. And that's all I wanted to share with you today. So three different books, The Power of Now, Big Magic and The Four Agreements. Thank you so much for watching this video and I hope to see you in the next one.